You're listening to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. On this show, we talk to people around the world who are turning Lego, action figures, miniatures, custom creations, and more into amazing works of art. Well, welcome everyone to the Toy Photographers Podcast. I am Shelly, and I am here with my good friend, Visa, and we're going to talk toys. So, Visa, maybe introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, yeah, hi. Hey, all. Visa uh, Lehtimäki, my surname. Uh, here I am. Uh, a photographer. My English. I mean, for me, this is morning, but the time zone time zone thing is so weird uh, a toy phot- photographer why is it so hard to say uh, uh, I am I will, need another cup of coffee maybe maybe I need another cup of coffee I'm a graphic designer actually so and I work as an illustrator that's my day job so the, the photography thing is is a uh, sidetrack a very pleasant one at that so I invited you onto the podcast. I know you've been on it before, but I thought, I mean, there's been so many changes going on and this year has been so full of change. I thought it would be interesting to sort of like maybe take the long view of toy photography and just kind of look at what you've been up to for sort of like how, how you got into it, how you've seen it changed, how your toys have changed, how you as a creative have changed over the years. So... Maybe a little introduction for people who don't know you. Where did this all start for you? I'm not young. <laughs> so, so, so I've been, I've been messing with toys for since, since the 70s, I guess, with toys and camera. My first toy photographs, like many of us did. I mean, lots of, lots of people, they, they, they put up uh, like small soldiers and and take photos of them. I took photos of of spaceships and Lego and action figures with pyrotechnic effects in 79 or 80 or something like that. But the thing was that we didn't have a proper camera at at that time and and even the one that we had I didn't really get much advice on how to use it so I, I shot a few rolls and some of those photos still exist but I gave it up so maybe that was a mistake because it, all the elements were there at that time when the um, later when with with, uh, with social media and digital cameras I sort of uh, drifted back into it in, in 2009 and, and uh, discovered that it still was interesting. And I've been doing that ever since. What drew you back in in 2009? It was an experiment for, I, there, there was this uh, idea of, 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 of making a catalog of all the toys in our house so that when my kid, when my son turns 18, that would be next year, so, uh, there would be sort of a, a document of all the toys he had been playing with when he was a child because the toys they they won't last they 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 will be passed along and and, and thrown away so there would be the photographs 
I'm still working on that, but while working with those photos, simple snapshots, I, I just uh, when 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 the Star Wars action figures were on the table, I just returned to photograph them more and more and more, and and those those ideas I had had in 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 the in the uh, those uh, decades ago sort of came back, and they they just blended together. There is also this um, uh, help when, when, when playing with, 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 with the kid with, with his toys and, and, and sort of uh, uh, visiting his imagination, his, his way of playing, the, a child's way of play, it sort of uh, opened the door for me to sort of go go deeper into that world and, and sort of tap into that childlike imagination and all, all those things sort of merged. So for you toy photography is is wrapped up and synonymous with with childhood? Ch uh, childhood sort of yes but mainly the, the, the way a child thinks because a child doesn't know too much sort of the the knowledge of, of the world or, or the rules of the world don't sort of hinder the way a child thinks and that's that's sort of uh, that that uh, I found that fascinating and inspiring that makes me think I, I wonder does that that mindset that you bring and create from toy photography does that sort of flow over into your design and graphic work? I would have mean, uh, do, do you mean that the, the toy photo photography sort of shows in my... Not so much the toy photography, but the attitude, the playfulness, the accessing a childlike wonder. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that's the, the, uh, the design work is, is more academic. <laughs> <laughs> So I the mean, toy uh, photography is your fun then? Yeah, 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 absolutely, yes. Because uh, it's uh, work is work. You, you, ha you have you have you know sort of a responsibility with uh, to your clients, and and you have to think all, all, all of those things. But with with toy photography, you, you just uh, you don't have that. It's, it's open everything. You, you don't have to think about uh, uh, sort of. Uh, things like how, do, how would this work for, for, for the client or how, how this works for certain environment. It's just play. Play is, play is good. So when you look back at your extensive career here as a toy <laughs> photographer over multiple years, so any highlights pop up? There the, are the two, two ways to look at this, uh, look at the highlights. One of the the discovery, the, the personal discoveries, the, the joy of, of finding new things, the joy of sort of uh, making an, an idea work in a photograph. That's, it's, it's a constant highlight. I mean, every time that happens, every, every time a, a, an idea works, it's, it's just pure joy. It's, it's really, really a lot of fun. But uh, <clears throat> for, uh, for the uh, other things, I think I think one of the biggest things was the uh, sort of when, when there was social media attention, there there were some 
intense periods where where the uh, email email got <laughs> my email got quite full of uh, mails and contacts. Uh, the, one of those led to to talking to the people behind the Lego Movie, where they asked me how how I had made my Lego photographs because they were looking for the uh, uh, what, what what their movie should look like and and they had seen my photos and they were curious to know how I did them and what what was I thinking behind those images and that sort of talking to a uh, big uh, film production <clears throat> people behind a big film production that was that was sort of a certain highlight for me it was great that is really cool to think that your your photography you're in finland and you're doing your thing and it's influencing the the big boys down in la i mean how fun is that yeah that that was i mean we're we're up here in the north we're we're <laughs> we're far away from almost anything everything we're not we're not like new zealand <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> come on we can't like we can't be dissing on new zealand now <laughs> but but it, it's a long way to anywhere from here so to to with with social media and, and all that to be able to sort of uh, be there on, on the like everyone else it it's quite cool feel like a part of things whatever things are yeah yeah certainly that's that's the way so you've had a few other kind of fun things that have happened over the years though <clears throat> yes a lot a lot of them uh, uh working uh, uh working for lucasfilm for one photograph it, that was sort of a, a, a circle come complete there because Star Wars when I was a child and yeah and then ending up uh, making a photograph for for the company that created Star Wars that was also one of those things that I, I do like is that like the the bucket list item that you didn't know was on your bucket list <laughs> yeah that's that's a good way to put it yes <laughs> oh how fun was that 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 was that was quite a thrill yeah that was on a uh, a a movie a release jacket or something yeah what was that yeah, they, yeah. that that was a uh, alternate uh, Blu-ray uh, cover for 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 uh, uh, the Last Jedi. Very cool. So what uh, what do you think inspires you for, for when you think about your toy photography? What what is the what do you what do you feel is the overall inspiration for recreating these images i think uh that we go to we, we go back to the the uh, the discovery thing to to finding out new things i mean i don't uh, sort of recreate uh scenes from 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 the movies star wars movies or or anything they i try to uh, find my way around the existing scenes so to create a, a sort of a Parallel, parallel universe or, or uh, storyline next to the the, the, the official storyline. So, so to work work on the uh, sort of uh, on the on the side uh, 
side of everything that we know. That's that's sort of inspiring to think uh, about things based on the world, fictional world we all know, and to operate sort of within those rules and create sort of new uh, tracks there. So I find that sort of inspiring, if that makes any sense. It it does. Whenever I look at your um, your Lego photography. It's especially this stuff that um, around the snow and around whatever whatever movie that was, you'll know which one it was. And they're on Hoth. I, I always feel like I'm seeing a moment of the of the everyman off to the side, the supporting character, the the people outside the limelight, and yeah. what they're going around and doing. Is that yeah? Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's. That's it. I mean, the, the sort of uh, the guys who, the people who make everything actually work so that the heroes can, you know, stand in the spotlight and <laughs> take all the credit. Because, but without those guys, nothing happens. So I'm sort of focusing on those invisible. Who's going to train the Tauntauns so that they can, you know, exactly. ride them out into the, uh, into the storm and save each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> oh, so how how did you move from Lego to more what you're doing now, which is the kits and photographing them? What 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 caused that change? I don't build Lego myself. I I used to when I was a kid. As an adult, I don't do that. It's not a decision that I don't want to do that, but it's. It's just, I mean, it, it doesn't, uh, it's not my thing. So I like to photograph them. And I do like the, the kids and, and the, the, the models they, they, they make, but, but the actual building process is, is not, not really, a, I don't design my own kids. So when, uh, when, when the kid, uh, the, when my son uh, sort of uh, began playing with Lego, so and I played with him, so that that was sort of my uh, he was my sort of spiritual guide to the world of 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 play with the Lego again after my own childhood. So th there was always this bridge, this this sort of a pathway to the play side of 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 the toy, and I just sort of brought my camera there. But now that the kid is 17, he, he has other interests in life at this moment. He doesn't play with Lego and I don't play with him with the Lego. And I, I sort of lost that sort of connection to that, that world. And, and I'm not sure if it's gone forever or will I find it on my own again. But meanwhile, I'm just, just sort of, I've drifted into the uh, uh, spaceship thing with, with, with scale models because that was also the thing I used to play with when I was a kid. So that it feels more, more uh, sort of uh, familiar at the moment. In what way? Um, I used to have cars. I, I, I was, I had, I've had these 60s, uh, Ford and, and, and a Pontiac and I used to like 
to work on them decades ago but but but, but i i know my way around engines and 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 things like that so with with the uh spaceships that sort of connects to the that uh feel uh, sort of a palpable feeling of making working on something the, the, the smell of grease the smell of oil the the, the smell of uh, warm steel uh, and that sort of is the play I can tap into now easier than the uh, the Lego sort of uh, more more playful world so for now it's it's spaceships some of your spaceships that you've done where you've put them in in odd locations like the gas station or the the garage they do have that sort of 60s muscle car feel to them uh, sort of yeah yeah they 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 need to have a, there, there has to be sort of a sense of power the the, the engine you know the torque of, of an engine so so something like that yes they they need to be physical they they need to have weight and they, they uh, that's that's what i'm trying to do with them how how big are these models that you're building are they like inches or are they like or like, well s- metric it depends the, the 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 millennium falcon is i don't know what what's that 30 40 centimeters something like that but the the x-wing and y-wing they are 60 70 centimeters long so i mean they they are quite big one to 24th scale that's the 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 scale they used in the movies so we all know that works so that's that's sort of where i'm I'm going to but but for the for the um recent weeks or or months really i've been uh, building something that's a little bigger it's one to 12th scale so it's twice as big and trying to it's, it's sort of an experience to see if that makes any difference in in the realism of, of photographing the world and uh, I actually have it here I mean if you're listening you, you, you can't see but I'm, I'm going to show it here it's still in the works now this is the uh, the size of that wow. thing and that's the uh, the uh, flying uh, police spinner car from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, nice. And that's 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 a, a daunting build. <laughs> it's it, it's it's just breathtaking. <laughs> but but it, it's it's going forward, and I haven't made too many uh, crucial mistakes yet. So. So, so do you remember when you were in Seattle and yeah. you went to Mopop? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not the same. That's that's the uh, the uh, uh, the one the one in the in the ceiling. That was from the original movie. Okay, should was... we tell people what we're talking about? The... Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, I get it. The okay, we went to the we went to the museum. Uh, to see the Star Wars uh, costumes exhibition, and I, I obviously had never been to Seattle before. I didn't know the place. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was in there. And walking in, uh, in the building, and and buying tickets and looking up, 
in the ceiling there was a full-scale model the, the the original filming uh, car the flying uh, poly spinner car from blade runner the 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 blue car with that flew with edward james almost and, and harrison ford in the in the misty landscapes cityscapes of, of los angeles in the film and when i saw that in the ceiling i i got emotional <laughs> i mean i almost wept because that it's just that that shape and form i mean if, if there is there i mean star wars that's those spaceships that they, they are they are just perfect i mean they they still sort of uh, keep on giving i mean even today after after all these decades but that police car that thing is right up there next to them and and so i just it was I don't. I did. I didn't take one photograph at the from, from the ex exhibition eventually because I was so, I was so in the seventh heaven seeing that car. That <laughs> of that I took several photos. <laughs> I just remember you running up the stairs, going, ah, and I'm like, yeah. what, what, what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of similarities in the in the shall we call them your muses? I mean, Slave One, the mm. the Y wings, the X wing, the Spinner, obviously the Millennium Falcon. I mean, there's just a there's there seems to be a thread running through your images. Those designs and then those builds, the 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 way they are constructed, they they are just so sort of. Uh, real i i like the the the, the 1950s uh, uh shining chromium smooth slick spaceships too they are nice but but you, you never expect to see one in the field next to the road somewhere you don't they are not that real i mean you know they look great on screen but you can't really imagine them sitting somewhere where, where you could you could actually walk up to them and touch them but these star wars ships and and, and, and the poly spinner of course they are that i mean i i can smell them i can feel them i can hear them when i i i take these photographs and that's that's i, th I think is sort of uh, what makes makes them special i mean i could photograph i guess uh sort of uh, uh naval ships you know like regular ships or, or 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 model cars or something like that but they actually exist so i don't see the point of you know faking them so i guess it begs the question is when you're photographing them are you doing them in a studio or are you taking them out into the field with you uh both it's really very difficult if not impossible to to mimic the lighting of outdoors in studio, not with one my equipment anyway, and even the the, uh, the Hollywood film productions they sometimes prefer to go outside with their green screens, if if back when they still had physical models, uh, just to get the sunlight right. And I try to take these models outside when I can, but they are very fragile, so putting them on, on, on a car seat and driving around 
would break them, some of them. Uh, the Y-wing especially is, is very brittle. So, I mean, if it, it's way of, you know, carrying it and, and you'll end up with loose parts. So... Has that happened? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But <clears throat> I'm afraid it, it will someday. So... But you, you built them, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess theoretically you could put it back together. Yeah. But the if if I drop one, I mean the 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 fixing all the the seams that will open, it's it will show in the photograph. So I'm trying not to drop any. That sounds very nerve wracking. <laughs> it's sort of yeah. I mean, but well, you have to take some risks in life. <laughs> So are you doing forced perspective or are you just getting the photo, the the ship in the sunlight and then doing composites in the Photoshop? Uh, with Lego, I try to have everything in camera. I don't change the image later on. I mean, I don't add things except for perhaps some uh, a moon on the sky. But that's because I could also do it physically, but I'm just too lazy to rig everything. So. It, it wouldn't change the way it looks, but I don't change those images. They are all there in, in when I, as they were when I shot them. But with the models, I don't have that rule. I, it's everything works. I mean, the backgrounds are as they were shot. I, I don't I don't change them. But then I uh, just add the models on with uh, in Photoshop either after I've shot them. On location or, or in studio, it depends. So do you just run around Helsinki going, that would look good there, that X-wing will look great there, <laughs> maybe the Y-wing over there? <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. Uh, well, basically, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> some, sometimes there is a, there, I just uh, see them, see the ships there. I, I don't really have to go and look for locations. I, I just, they come to me. I mean, it's, it's uh, seeing a nice place and it's like seeing a, whoa, why is that thing parked there? Or what's that flying there? It's sort of a, a involuntary spaceship sizing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if, if it's healthy or not. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we all have those moments. <laughs> I I do love the captions on your images. They're so goofy. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, but um, <clears throat> it, it's a it's a big part of the fun to to write them there, down and um, most of uh, most of the time I they just I write them only when I post the image at that moment they, they just it just comes the text I mean I have the idea for a photo I have the uh, sort of a rough idea what happens in the photo because otherwise I couldn't do it and then when I write it happens sometimes that I write something completely different 
because that's at the moment it feels like it. So, so the, those stories, I mean, I giggle when I write those stories sometimes. I mean, it's it's, it's fun. I was wondering if you were snickering back there when you were yeah, writing yeah, those. Yeah. Yes, I, because I am. I am. I just I like the uh, I, I like the uh, sort of uh, there is some humor. There's it's you know life is fun. And it's toy <laughs> photography, right? It should be yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 Sure. So is that why you have the dog um, pooping in front of the <laughs> dog? <laughs> that, yeah, well, yeah. I actually, the, the yeah, <clears throat> that poor dog. I mean, uh, yeah, he. Uh, that that was one of those moments when I saw. I was like, aha, this is my moment. This is this is the golden show. That's this is the one I'm gonna take. I didn't know that. That it, it would work that well, but it it did did so yeah poor dog. <laughs> but 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 really spaceships if they never have toilets they never have. I heard that in the Millennium Falcon no in the mm. what's the Mandalorian ship what's that one Razor called Crest. the Razor Crest Razor Crest that they actually showed yeah. a toilet in that one it's the first time. It, well, the times they are a change. <laughs> the spacemen get toilets finally. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. It's it's bad news for all those those bars along the galaxy. So, so they don't have to make stuff. So, what do you do when you don't feel inspired? Mm, well, at the moment, I built that thing <laughs> because so that. When the inspiration comes back, I have something to photograph. So I'm, I'm sort of uh, working towards that goal, even though I'm not. I don't have any ideas at the moment. So. So when you're not photographing your building. Uh, usually, yeah. Something like that, or or trying to do something something sensible, but yeah, building, I guess, or watching films. Do a lot of your inspiration, do you find films to be an inspiring place? Absolutely, yes. All kinds of movies. I, I, uh, we, I, we, we have this, um, uh, uh, four years ago, in, uh, in our the building we live in, it, it's Row House, with, with five apartments, there, there we have this uh, great dreaded uh, plumbing uh, overhaul rep repair. They they did all the the piping and and sewers, and with that, we uh, I decided to uh, lose uh, the sauna in the basement. We we have it 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 was not in a very good uh, shape, and and we should uh, we should have uh, repaired that too, and it turned out to be quite expensive. So I just through everything out so we had a few uh, squares of free space in the basement which has no windows and very thick walls so I uh, <clears throat> built a home theater to that space and we watch movies all the time and that's that's the best thing I've ever did I mean that's I mean the, the walls are painted a dark gray so that the, the the room is really dark so and the, and the image is the best it can be
So when you're watching the movies, what are you looking for? Everything. It depends. I mean, sometimes I do like watching the just movies for entertainment. So it's just just silly entertainment. But different films. Of of course, if if you subscribe to streaming services, the films are mostly American. So that's that sort of narrows narrows the selection down. But but European films from from around the world, different language films, everything try to to watch and when, when they as, as the uh, uh, as, as my son uh, has sort of uh, shifted from being a child to 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 a young man his uh, appetite for cinema has grown immensely and, and we've watched sort of a numerous a, a huge number of classics I've, I've re-watched re them with him so that has been very entertaining. Does he love Star Wars as much as you do? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, that's just a film among films, or or franchise among franchises for him. I mean, I think he likes more sort of uh, cerebral films, <laughs> if 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 that's the word for for that. That's wonderful that you can share your love of cinema with him. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's great. That's cool. So has COVID and this pandemic that we've all been living through for the last seven months, has that changed your creativity in any way or how you approach it? Yeah, it's basically killed it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Well, don't be blunt or anything. <laughs> For a while, I didn't see that in the spring during the first wave. I mean, I live in Finland and, and, and we never had it that bad. The first wave was, was, was quite moderate. And the second wave we haven't had really yet. So our numbers are the lowest in Europe. And that's, that's a good thing. But for, for, for me personally, that the all this has um, I have this um, sort of uh, ability to uh, program myself to sort of uh, 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 wash hands, wear masks, avoid people, do this, do that. So I don't really have to think about it when I'm outdoors. But being sort of on on constant uh, sort of alert has probably eaten away my ability to drift into the uh, creative uh, zones. So it's, it's been difficult. It doesn't work really well at the moment. And I think they, it, it's because of the pandemic and, and all that. But uh, we'll see after this is over so if, it, if it comes back. I don't know, but in the meanwhile, I try to make use of this time and, and build something to shoot. You express that really well because that is, I think, the nub of it, which is that the distraction, the tension, the stress really is a creativity killer. Yeah. Because you to have the ideas bubble up, whatever they might be, you need to you need to be able to relax and just let your mind go and when you're exactly. constantly thinking 
I have to be six feet from everybody. I, you know, yeah. everything you do, every interaction is a, is traumatic. Uh, there, there was this, uh, a survey made by the, uh, the uh, European Parliament about the attitudes people have towards the, the pandemic. And uh, if I remember it correctly, uh, in Finland, 73% of people said that it's okay or fairly okay uh, uh, that uh, they describe the, the, the way they've, uh, they see how they can adjust to the restrictions. So they, they didn't mind. And something like 23% said that their life quality has improved during the pandemic. Because I, I mean, I mean, even I find this crazy, but it seems to me that as a nation, we sort of like to be alone. <laughs> this is that's 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 how the why we social distancing for us is. There was this joke in the spring that that when the, the social distancing rules of two uh, two meters. Uh, were lifted, we were really happy to return the usual three meters. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> that's, I mean, that's how it goes out here. And furthermore, there was this one more statistic that said that uh, heart strokes, heart attacks during the past eight months in Finland have dropped 30% because people are not stressing that much. So here, here we are. I think that you guys need to bottle whatever you've got going over there and sell it to the rest of us. <laughs> hey, well, we, we, we are not very good at selling things, but basically, yeah. So, so I guess, I guess that's sort of, a, sort of, I don't, I don't know this. It's, it's, it's a topsy-turvy world at, at the moment. Everything is. So really weird. So since we're all can't uh, hang out with each other in person, and obviously that doesn't affect you in Finland because you guys don't like to hang out with anybody anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> the rest of us kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> so do you find yourself hanging out online more? At first I did. In, in, the, in, in the spring I did all kinds of activities. and and But I think it's sort of... A, fading away gradually and because uh, the, the, there was sort of a novelty value then I think even though the social media as such is not a novel thing anymore but but, but bit by, I think uh, people in general are finding sort of uh, ways to uh, sort of live their daily lives without sort of uh, aids or tool, tools to survive mentally so you you've you've been showing your work online for mm. a really well a long time mm. i think did you started on Flickr? yes yeah yes uh, in in june i think late june in 2009 Flickr was was the thing then it it was really big and it had been even bigger before i joined but it was still huge it was absolutely the uh, hub for anything like this and and so that making uh, sort of uh, 
drawing some attention there was everything. And then, then of course, later on the uh, Instagram and, and, and all, all other platforms sort of diluted that uh, sort of uh, power Flickr has. But yeah, Flickr was the thing. So have you seen a lot of changes in social media over the years? I, I still post on Flickr, but I don't, there is no really traction there if, if, if you if you define traction by a number of views or likes or things like that. I mean, the uh, Instagram is much more active, much more alive, far more uh, sort of, uh, the people there are far more uh, familiar to me these days. I mean, I know them by name uh, and, and on, on, on Flickr, I just, they are, Still some, but I don't. I don't really know that anymore. And uh, yes, it has changed the the, the the way people move. I mean, the, uh, I tried uh, other platforms, as you may know, <laughs> there. But but they didn't. I didn't really. Uh, they didn't. Uh, didn't really work for me, in the end. So I sort of stick to the stick to instagram and twitter mostly it's hard to keep starting over when a new one yeah. pops up it's like you're like eh. yeah it is i mean and as i i uh, for me it, it started to feel like i'm being unfair to to go on yet another platform and post uh, the images yet again and sit, then, then not having the time for sort of uh, respond to the feedback I get, even if it's not very active there. So on Instagram, I try to uh, respond to people commenting to to sort of uh, if if they if they take the time to write something nice, the least I can do is at least say thank you, then rather than just think that. Yeah, that's nice of them. So I try to talk to people there. Who who is your audience? Do you think? Who do you take photographs for? I, I'm not, I'm not sure if I think terribly much of the audience. I probably do, but am I aware of that? I don't know. Um, I I really don't know. I mean. That's a good question. I, I I don't I haven't thought of that. I guess I I don't I don't really have an answer. Nice people. Fair. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back over your extensive career as a toy fantasy photographer, hmm? any regrets? No, not really. No, very few regrets. Only only some. Uh, decisions uh, in retro retrospect i mean if i had known then what i know now i probably would have tried to do it differently but but that's i mean it's always easy to to know afterwards but at the moment of of making decisions or or moves i i have very very little regrets because i i, I never had that much expectations either i mean it's all been just 
an adventurer. So to I've, I've just taken it as it comes. I, I never I didn't have sort of an ambitious plan from getting to A to B and 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 using my social media as a tool or something like that. So so no disappointments, no regrets, really. So it's all been. So what do you think is next for Visa? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, like I said uh, in, in the start, I I, uh, I am actually an illustrator. So I've been uh, uh, working as one, not mainly all, all the time, but 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 uh, selling myself <laughs> as an illustrator for thirty-five years, something like that, since mid eighties, and. I just uh, I'd like to learn how to draw <laughs> it's just something that you never really master I mean it's just so what are you going to do about that draw it's just there I just uh, when I'm not building in the basement I, I'm drawing I'm trying to to sort of uh, keep in that touch with that skill I mean it, it's you get rusty if you don't do it so and with when the uh, when the when the uh, uh, social media thing with with my photographs was uh, sort of uh, in its most active phase a few years ago, I really didn't have much time to draw, and I, I, I'm I'm beginning to think that it still has an effect on on the on the way I, I draw. So it's sort of. Uh, I mean, uh, sort of uh, trying to work on, on two things, uh, on photography and illustration. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if, 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 if they uh, sort of, uh, sort of uh, you know, uh, if, if it's too much, if, if, if concentrating on one would, would be better, I don't know. So you think they're connected or you're not sure if they're connected? So they're probably connected. But they are different things. I mean, drawing comes from a different place than photography. It's a very physical activity. Yeah, and and also the the because of my clients, I I do editorial and and sort of uh, social commentary, political thing when I'm illustrating. Um, the last one I did for was about journalists and what they do after they so the people they interview pass away and and whether it was because of the interview so very sort of uh, difficult concepts very different from photographing a tie fighter in flight <laughs> so well, with assignments like that, I can see why you would want to take the Millennium Falcon out for a spin <laughs> around the block. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they do sort of. Uh, but they these these two worlds, two two sort of uh, professions, they do also serve as refuge, you know, so sort of uh, escape from the other. So if if I'm if I'm tired of seeing a spaceship, I am very. I enjoy very much to watch the face of a politician to, <laughs> to, to try to make make fun of that 
and vice versa. With that same patented uh, trademark sense of humor. Uh, I've had this, I've had this uh, uh, illustration assignment since 2004. I, I draw a uh, uh, portrait of, of, of a political or, or uh, sort of, a, well, let's say political figure or decision maker in Finland uh, once a week. So every week, every Tuesday, I make an illustration of, of, of uh, a portrait of, of one of these people. And I do like them to be funny. I mean, I don't, I don't settle for just being critical or, 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 or mean just because. I try to, to, to make, make them funny. Sort of, uh, of course, if 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 they are if they are uh, idiots, I I do show them. I, <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's not something that I I shy afraid, shy away from, but but I don't want to. I don't. I'm not mean because a, a portrait should be mean or 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 something like that. There is always humor there. Gently making fun of people. Besides, we need more humor in the world right now. It's a very yeah, we do. sort of dour place right now. <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. And and <clears throat> November in my country is, doesn't help it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so one last question. Mm, yeah. So you've been at this for a while, been creative, lots of different things. So where do you where do you see yourself down the road in five or ten years? I have no idea. I mean, like, like I said, I have no plans. I, I, I don't. I hope I can do something that someone pays pays something for. I mean, for a living, and that that's that's ambition enough. But but, um, hope hopefully there are things I have found by then that sort of uh, bring me the same feeling of discovery that I've had every now and then during the past 10 years. So that that would be a great thing. But it's, it's not a given. I mean, you know, it's it doesn't if I sit by the table, eight hours a day, determined to find something new, it's no guarantee that it will happen. So just uh, keeping my eyes open and hope that something comes up, I guess like it has make sure the window is always open and the door is always open and see what walks in yeah something like that i mean that's for a lazy person like me that's a good plan <laughs> it's worked so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on you like let's see you've uh uh You've shown your work in galleries. You have mm -hmm. influenced the Lego movie. You got a beautiful DK book, um, small. Scenes from a big galaxy. You've done, uh, you worked with the, the Lucas films. I mean, you've done yeah. all sorts of really fun and creative things that I think that I'm sure when you woke up on any one of those mornings, you didn't think that was going to walk in the door. Uh, yeah, no, but that that could be this morning. I mean, it's uh, I don't ha I don't have to wait ten years to to, realize, to sort of see that. I can I can see that now, but I didn't see that then. So, but yes, there are a lot of great things, and 
I'm really happy about that all. I mean, it's it's been a wonderful adventure. But but and even if it sort of even if it's over, even even if my uh, fifteen minutes, which turned out to be even more than fifteen minutes, <laughs> was there, if if that was everything there is for me, I, I I don't mind. I mean that's it's more than enough. I mean it's 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 just it's just great. I think. I think so too. I value our friendship that we've had over the years and the experiences that we've, we've had. I mean, you just never know what's going to turn up if you just pay attention. Yeah. One of, my, one of my recent discoveries, I think, from this year is that there is one method of, of uh, sort of uh, thinking new things, finding solutions, getting ideas. And I found it works on purpose as well. And that is taking a long shower. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not joking. I mean, most of the, the ideas I think, I've, I feel I've had these years have been this, this eureka moments just in a shower because sort of that, that noise and that, that, that sort of cocooning in the warm uh, booth sort of uh, filters the world away and you just you know I don't sing in the shower but but it I understand the people who do because it, it really works and I, I don't think I've sort of seen that before it's, it's just a recent discovery and I've been mean, uh, uh, sort of, uh, when I get 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 out of the shower, I, I can shout to my wife, "Hey, hey, I got another one! I got this! I got a great idea!" Then I explain it to her, right? She's like, "Yeah, right. It's, that's great." Now all you need is a waterproof pen and notebook, so you can you can just yeah. hang out in there, write little notes to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that would be that would be a good 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 yeah accessory. Yeah. Well, with Ready? that image, that's a that's a great way to end this one. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. it could be worse. <laughs> I love it. Well, Vesa, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me. Thank you very much, Shelley. It was fun again. Thank you for having me so much fun so thanks everyone for tuning in and uh appreciate that and thank you josh for editing our podcast and if you enjoy our content please tell your friends and rate us wherever you get your podcasts so see you next time and thanks again besa thank you so much for listening you can find new episodes of this podcast and articles on creativity and toy photography on our website toyphotographers.com you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review. That will help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers, on Twitter at Toy Photo Blog, and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. But if you really want to connect with us, check out our MeWe community. You can find the link to it in the show notes for this episode and on the blog. 
This week's show is produced by Shelley Corbett and Christina Alexanderson. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org, and our podcast editor is Josh Kittleson. I'm James Garcia. You can find me on Instagram at TheRealJames23. For everyone here at Toy Photographers, thanks for listening. See you next time.